0: I trust everybody had a wonderful Christmas, um, you know, it just came and went. Um, it just seems, can't believe, it. in a few short days, it'll be 2024, and for some of you that are asking, um, I will have my annual message, um, it'll probably be like the third week in January. Whenever, whenever I'm speaking a Sunday morning in January, and you have to realize here at Ramah, we don't plan ahead. You can ask pastoral staff, sometimes we don't even know the, the, the month starts and we don't even know who's speaking when. Um, so, as of yet, we don't know our schedules. So, um, I, I think, um, I think, I don't know this for a fact, but I, I know if things going on. It'll probably be, by looking at the calendar, it'll probably be January the 14th. But that's, that's just me saying that. And, and don't hold me to that because that's really up to my mom. All right, that's the one thing that she does is plan out our schedule for all of us. And so, you know, my mom's used to tell me what to do. She's done it to me all my life. So, you know, it's kind of still doing it. All right. Well, um, tonight we're going to have a special healing service. And the reason is because there are so many people I know right now that's sick in their bodies, that's going through sickness and disease. And I will tell you, and you might know it by my voice The devil has tried to put some symptoms on me. Now, I'm saying symptoms, because that's the way my grandfather always says. You know, he he didn't say, I'm sick. He would say that I have symptoms. Now, you know, many of you have heard him talk about that the last headache he had was August of 1933. Um, You know, from from that till the day he passed 20 years ago, he, he didn't have any headaches, but then he would say these words, I passed up many marvelous opportunities to have a headache. So one time I'm sitting in my office, he walked in and for whatever reason, you know, that one day I said, okay, I got to ask, if people keep asking me, what's a marvelous opportunity to have a headache? And he would say, well, my head started hurting. Well, I'm like, then you had a headache. He goes, no, I had symptoms of a headache. See, the the thing is, so what happened is he said the devil was trying to put a headache on him, but he would take authority over it and it would leave. All right? I mean, you know, I mean, that's what he would do. And that's what he taught us to do is to speak to our bodies. But first of all, we also have to believe. Now, going to um, the Bible here, it says 1 Peter 2, 24. We all know this scripture. It says this. um, I'm reading from the New King James. Um, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. And many, many times he would always point out the were part. Now, English was my worst subject. I always made a B in English. Made an A in every other subject, but a B in English for whatever reason. Maybe I should quit saying that I'm going to make a B in English because I always did. Um, but that's just what it is. But I know that the word were was past tense. Now, see, a lot of people are saying, well, I'm believing I'm going to get healed. Well, how are you going to get healed if you already were healed? I mean, if you already had a million dollars, you wouldn't, you know, I mean, you know, say, well, I'm, I'm going to get a million dollars, but you already have it. You know, if you already have money in the bank, it's yours. It might be in the bank. You might not see it because it's in the bank. Um, hopefully, the bank doesn't go under. But anyway, um, that's whole another thing. But um, the thing about it is, if you have something, you've got to realize you got something. So according to the Word of God, that when Jesus Christ took the stripes on his back, it was for our healing. Our healing was purchased that day. Now, the way we receive our healing is through our faith by believing that what he did on the cross, or what he did before he went to the cross, because he took the stripes on his back. So by his stripes... We were healed. So whenever symptoms try to come on to you, you say, uh-uh, Mr. Devil, I already was. It's not what I'm going to get. I already was healed. I was healed 2,000 years ago. Now, you know, the devil's not going to take that. He's going to try to keep putting symptoms on you. And a lot of times, we just take it. And I'm going to tell you a story, you know, about how stupid I was. Um, I am the guy that wrote the book, Don't Be Stupid, so I've been stupid a little bit in my life. Um, But um, now, at least, this was, I was a teenager at this point in time. When I was a teenager, or even when I was younger than that, I would always, you know, we always have seasons, you know, we have hunting season, and this season, and we have flu season, you know. Now, COVID season lasts all year long, I don't even know what season that one is. People thought, well, it got hot, COVID's going to stop, well, most people in this church that got COVID in twenty twenty was in July, it was hundred degrees outside and they still got COVID. So so, you know, there wasn't a COVID season. But um, you know, the thing about it is flu season would hit, and everyone's talking about the flu, and um I would have symptoms come on me and I would say, Well, I always have the flu one time a year. Now you know interesting part about it, I only would have the flu one time a year. Because I said, I'm only gonna get the flu one time a year. Finally, one year, I think I was like 13, I decided that I wasn't going to have the flu any time of year. You know, I got smart enough to really figure that out. Well, at least I was 13. I mean, you know, you know, some of you are 63 and still haven't figured that one out yet. Um, you know, but the, the thing about it is, I was 13 and I'm like, and I don't know, you, you realize, me being 13, you realize how many faith messages I had heard by the time I was 13 years of age? I mean, you know, besides my grandmother I have probably heard more faith messages than anybody else in the nation, all right? I travel with my grandfather, I travel with my dad. Um, you know, I've heard, I mean, you know, I've heard my grandfather preach the same sermon over and over and over and over again. in fact, um, there's, I remember a number of times, but... Um, here at this building, Winter Bible Seminar, um, during the service, sometimes we would, we as Crusade team, actually counted the offering. We sit back there um, in, in a room and count the offering during service, and we have the, um, the you know, have the audio playing. And there was one day I actually spoke word for word as my grandfather was speaking, word for word, what he was going to say. Word for word, I mean, you know, because I heard that many messages. So so me, being 13, I mean, it's stupid that I even have the flu because I know what the Word of God says. But just because we know what the Word of God says doesn't mean we act on what we know. All right? Because what usually happens is whenever symptoms try to come upon us, oh, well, I'm getting the flu. Well, why do you want to get something you don't want to have? Or why do you have something you don't want to get? See, what happens when we have to come against those things, the Bible says resist the devil and he will flee from you. The devil is the author of sickness and disease. You know, and, but here's the thing. Do we believe God's word or do we not believe God's word? My Bible and your Bible says that by Jesus' stripes, we all know that it's, it's a, it's a you know, historical fact that Jesus took 39 stripes on his back. And the Bible says that those 39 stripes was what purchased our healing. Now it is interesting, and I've thought about this many times because I think about stuff that people don't think about. I'm also the guy that would go to the 16th page on Google when I'm Googling things because I'm a Googleologist. If there is, so be, so be one. Um, you know, I've thought about it many times. You realize that Jesus could have not took the stripes on his back but could have still died on the cross and we would still go to heaven. You realize, he, he died on the cross so that we could go to heaven, we would go to heaven, but he did the extra, my dad would call, say. He did the extra. He went the extra mile. He took 39 stripes on his back, and it was those stripes that healed you. In fact, it was written by, by the Isaiah the prophet back in Isaiah 53. Now, this was many, many hundreds of years, I think like 700 years or so, my my genealogy might be a little off, but I think it's 700 years before Jesus was even born. Um, and, you know, if, if I missed it, maybe it's, maybe it's a thousand years, I don't know. You know, it's been a long time since I studied when Isaiah was written. Um, but anyway, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 says this. Surely, he's talking about Jesus, prophesying about Jesus. Isaiah, being a prophet, says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted but he was wounded for our transgressions, and he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Now, do you believe that, church, or do you not believe that, church? Do you believe that? See, you have to believe that when symptoms try to come upon you. Whenever, you know, when our mouth wants to say, I do not feel well. In fact, a lot of us will say it over and over again. Man, I sure feel sick. Man, I feel sick. We'll, we'll call everybody. We'll text people and tell people how sick we feel. We'll, we'll call into the office. Well, I can't come in. I just feel sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. Well, you can have what you say. Now, um, I don't know about you, but I don't like to be sick. I mean. I mean, you know, I get, maybe as a child, missing a couple of days of school was not a bad thing, you know, but there's only so much Oprah you could watch, you know, and I mean, you know, find out, you know, Jerry Springer and some of those shows that, that were on when I was, of course, I, I did like watching The Price is Right, so that was always one of my favorite shows, so, you know, so that was a great thing about not going to school is you can watch those shows, but there's only so much you could, could watch. Then you're like, okay, I'm ready to go back to school because my friends are at school. And because I'm sick, I can't hang out with my friends, you know, because it's just part of being sick. All right, But, you know, it's interesting. Psalms 91, verse number 10 says, No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. Well, my dwelling is my house or my apartment or wherever I live. So the, the 91st Psalm says is that sickness can't even come to my house. Or, you know, to uh, quote the prophet M.C. Hammer, can't touch this. Okay, I might be a little off there, but anyway. But, you know, but do you believe that? See, see, here's the thing. Why should I say this even me knocking on my door? Because the Bible says, the Bible says in, in in the old testament that it, it, it shouldn't even come to my house. Right. So when it comes knocking on your door, you need to say, uh uh-uh, uh, don't answer. That's the good thing about having a ring camera. You don't have to answer the door. You just, uh, just go go away, Mr. Devil. You know, you know, but most of us like, well, just come on in, it's flu season. Come on in, it's this season, it's that, everybody's getting this, everybody's getting that. You know what? I don't care what everybody's getting. It doesn't matter what everybody's getting. You know, what what do you you want peer pressure? You know, if everybody else is getting sick, you should get sick too. No, you shouldn't. You know, and and, and I know some people are afraid, well, you know, I, I don't want to be around people or whatever. You know what? Sickness and disease cannot live in my body. All right? You know, I I'm I'm not afraid of sickness and disease. I'm not afraid of of anybody, you know. You know, and like I said, Tonight, I'm going to lay hands on you, and I'm not going to get your sickness, all right? So you don't have to worry about it. Like, I don't know how many times, you know, during the whole COVID stuff, I'm like, you know, well, it doesn't matter what you have, and if you have COVID, don't tell anybody else, or you can come down on the healing line, because I don't care. Because I'm, you know, COVID cannot live in my body. When COVID-19, when they first started talking about COVID-19, I said, COVID-19 cannot live in my body. But then I started thinking, but why should I let other sicknesses So I started saying, no sickness or no disease can live on my body. Cancer cannot live on my body. Nothing can live in my body because that's what the Bible says. I claim it every day. I claim the 91st Psalm over my life, over my kids' lives, every—and my grandkids now because I'm old. All right, every day, every day I claim the 91st Psalm. I thank God that no sickness, no disease can live in my body. And why should it? Because— Two thousand years ago Jesus took care of it for me. So by by having sickness and disease, I'm I'm just basically saying, Well, Jesus, you just wasted your time taking the cross, you know, taking the, the stripes on your back, you know, because I'm just gonna sit over here and drink my night and day quill and, and whatever else, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not getting anyone else for taking medicine, you know, and I mean, my grandfather was a sickler for taking medicine. He believes that, that you should battle it both naturally and spiritually. All right, I'm, I've actually taken medicine over the last couple of days. Um, you know, it's okay, because some people are, oh, you're taking medicine, or oh, you're, you're this, you know, well, you know, if, if it can help, why not? All right, if it can help, you know, why not? You know, while, while my faith is out there, I mean, it's okay to take medicine. In fact, um, my grandfather even talked about many times, you know, if the doctor says that you need to take a certain pill because you need, your body needs that, he says, what you do is you take that pill and every time you take a pill, thank you, Father, that I don't need this anymore. And they say, take your medicine. The next day, thank you, Father, I don't need this anymore. But he would say, you know, keep taking it until the doctor says you don't need it anymore. But you know what? That's your faith talking. You know, you know. Before, see, the main thing is we have to speak to our situation. I mean, obviously, we all know. You know, our keynote scripture here at the ministry, Mark chapter eleven, verses twenty-two to twenty-four. I always include verse twenty-two. Many people just twenty-three and twenty-four. My grandfather mainly said this, but but my grandfather. Was he always considered Mark eleven twenty two was a no job scripture? But we live in the we live in the twenty first century where people are pretty dumb. Um, but because Mark eleven twenty two says, so Jesus answered and said to them, "Have faith in God." My grandfather always pretty much everyone's going to have faith in God, but we don't see people try to claim Mark eleven twenty three and twenty four, but their faith is in God. Their faith is in. What they say or what—it's—it's it's not a magical thing about what you say. You first of all put your faith in God because God is providing your, for your situation. Now you know this talks about a mountain, but you know your mountain can be a physical mountain, a financial mountain, a, a mental mountain. It can be whatever mountain, whatever whatever that you need to conquer. Whatever mountain you need to conquer, whatever is in front of you. It says this: For assuredly I say to you that whoever Now, notice, because I've heard people say, well, this scripture is only for the apostles. Well, then why would Jesus say whoever? Or whosoever in the King James. Whosoever means it's for anyone who, you know, I'm a whosoever, you're a whosoever, we're all whosoever's. All right? I mean, you know, we live in Whoville. Um, It's Christmas time, so. You know. So, if, if I'm a whosoever, that means this scripture is for me. Well, what does the scripture say? It says, um, I, I say to you that whosoever says to this mountain. So, it says that you should raise your voice and talk to your situation. All right? And that's where a lot of people miss it. They're like, well, if the pastor prays hard enough. Well, if I, you know. But the Bible says for you to speak to your, your mountain. You know, a lot of people... Um, They don't want to pray. They want somebody else to do it for them. You know, um, in fact, I've heard my grandfather many times talking to people. And and he says, you know, says, I, you know, in fact, fact, there's been times I've heard my grandfather make them pray. And he goes, I'll disagree with you. Well, yeah, but but Brother Hagin, you're not going to pray for me? Well, it's because their faith was actually in in Brother Hagin praying and not in God. See, a lot of times we put our faith in a man instead of in God. But also we need to understand that we also have authority. And if you don't understand your authority, I actually believe that, that every year, every January, I think you should read Authority of the Believer, every January. I think it's a great way to start the year off. Um, I, start, I did that a couple, start a couple of years. And and if you, I know people don't always want to read now. and I know a lot of people actually, um, you know, they like the the well, it used to call Books on Tape, but now the Audible or, or whatever. People always ask us why we don't have that, because we have tape series where my grandfather preached the message and it just hit the tape series, all right? Uh, uh, sorry, MP3 series now. Um, I have the Believer's Authority on MP3. I have the name of Jesus on MP3, you know, you know. Um, and, and every January I listen to it. In fact, well, I listened to it like three or four times last year, but anyway, that um, gives me something to do when I exercise. And and so they'll, they'll, if I don't exercise a lot, I don't, probably won't listen to it a lot. But, you know, it's better than watching Jerry Springer. Um, anyway, um, but it says this, I say to you that whosoever has said to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things that he says will be done, but he will have whatever he says. You know, this Bible talks a lot about saying... So my point is, what are you saying? In fact, it actually says that you should say three times that it says you believe one time. All right. So your saying is very important. So when you're saying that you're sick, when you're saying you're always sick, when you're saying you always get the flu when everybody else gets the flu, what are you saying? And if you don't like what you're saying, if you don't like what's happening, quit saying it. And in, in, in fact, I mean, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to you know, tell a story on me because I don't want to tell a story on you. Um, here recently, I have been dealing with um, some back issues or whatever, and I've actually said these words, and I had to, and I had to repent. said, so my back is killing me. No, that's, we shouldn't be saying nothing to me, killing me. All right, you so, said, well, yeah, but that's just words. No, words are very important. You know, that's why you should quit saying, well, I never have enough money because you're never going to have enough money if you never have enough money. After Christmas, a lot of you are probably say "I don't have enough money." You know, but you know what? God says that He will meet all our needs according to His written glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. So, 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 whatever you say is what you what you need, and you should start saying, "You know what? I'm not going to accept these symptoms and quit saying the sickness. Start saying their symptoms." I think there's there's a big thing. Words are very important. Words are very important. You know, it is, you know, um, I'm going to give an example. I've heard a lot of people, and now there are sometimes I get it, sometimes whenever I go to pray for someone at the hospital or, or pray for someone, whatever, I ask them what's wrong with them. I want them to tell me what the doctor says, what's wrong with them. I'm not trying to get them to tell me a faith thing. I want to know physically what's wrong with them. All right, so it's okay to tell somebody who's praying with you or praying for you that this is what the doctor says. A lot of times, this is what I'll say. I'll say, well, the doctor says this. I, I won't even say that I have that. I said, the doctor says I have that. All right? I mean, just like with my kidneys, the doctors will not tell me I'm healed. They'll tell me my kidneys are in remission. All right? You know, but I believe in remission and authority. I mean, that's, um, um, you know, so, so, you know, they won't even say with cancer, too. They'll say it's in remission, but they won't say you're healed. You know, but I think I I don't use the word remission. I use the word healed. All right, because remission means you know, kind of to me, sounds like it might come back. Well, I I mean, I don't want it to come back. You know, so um, but anyway, your words are pretty important. You know, I know a lot of people. I mean, in in fact, a lot of times. I mean, I've heard it through everything. you know, whether it be COVID, whether it be the flu, they'll call it, I have the flu, I have COVID, I have this, or I have cancer. It's like you're carrying around in a briefcase and showing everybody. I have, look look what I have. Hey, you know, I mean, if you don't want it, drop the briefcase and and, and move on. All right, you know, it's not like you, that you're, what's that, what's that show where, where there's briefcases and you're trying to pick the right one and make a million dollars or whatever. You know, I can't remember the, Howie Mandel, you know, was one, you know, you don't want the briefcase. I mean, you know, you know, you don't need to tell everybody what the doctor says. You just need to say, you know what? I'm healed. I'm healed because that's what the Bible says. The Bible says it. I believe in that settles it for me. I've heard it many, 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 times, you know, but eventually it'll, it'll come back to you because what does God's word say? God's word says I'm healed. God's Word says that Jesus healed me 2,000 years ago. God's Word said that I need to speak. In fact, in the Old Testament, it says that the power, life and death is in the tongue. Well, what are you saying? And if you don't like what you're having, then watch what you're saying, because what you're saying is affecting what you're having. And a lot of times, I mean, I I, I had this terrible habit for many years to always, you know, I, uh, I, don't, I don't want to blame things on my mom, but it's my mom's fault. Um, I never had a bedtime growing up. My mom's a late night person. I, I can pick up the phone at one o'clock in the morning, knowing that my mom will never be asleep. She does the same thing to me. Two in the morning, my mom won't be asleep. Three in the morning, she might be asleep. All right, but I mean it's you know I mean so w- we have been late night people. Well. Normally, I'm a late night person. I'm not necessarily an early riser, okay? And when I'm an early riser, I'm usually a, a tired person because I only got a few hours of sleep. Um, well, then I had this habit of going around saying, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired all day long. And in fact, you know what? I kept getting tireder. The more I talked about it, the more tireder I got. It didn't matter how many energy drinks, how many cu- cups of coffee, how many, it doesn't matter. That didn't help my tiredness. You know what? What what are you having or what are you speaking is very, very important. Um, Verse 24 says, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. You know what? The Bible says that you have it when you pray. It says right there, you know, whatever you ask, Whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. But you realize when you finish that prayer, you don't always see the manifestation immediately. Yep. But the Bible says you have it. Now, how do you have it? You have it by faith. Yep. By faith, you have your healing. By faith, you have your finding. By faith, you have whatever, whatever need that you need met. It's all by faith. It's just that simple. So, what are you saying? Now, first of all, I want to make sure from this day forward, you quit saying that you're sick. You say that symptoms are trying to come upon you. They're trying to come upon you. Symptoms of this, symptoms of that. You know, the the world that we live in, th- there's so much fear going around. They, they try to fear you in to doing everything. You know, um, and, and I personally, I don't care whether you get the... The flu shot or or vaccines or wh- wh- whatever you do, but I, I just hate that every other commercial on Fox News is, is you know scaring older people. If, if, are you sixty five and over? Then you better be afraid. You know. So they talk about you know that there's the big three, I guess. And, you know. So now it's it's COVID, it's the flu, and RSV. All right. And and you know, so you know, get your vaccines. You know. This message is brought to you by Pfizer. Well, you know who makes the vaccine? Pfizer. Pfizer doesn't care what, what, if you get healed or not. They just care that you pay, the, that, that you get the vaccine so they make money. And you realize, the, and, and, and I don't know, has anyone else, I mean, I've heard it over and over again, a ton of times or whatever. And I don't care whether, if you want, I got a flu shot once, well, a couple of times, but the last time I got a flu shot, I'm, I'm going to tell you, it was my worst year of getting the flu. I got, I mean, you know, I had symptoms of the flu all thinking year long. My dad had the same thing. My doctor kind of, well, he almost made me get a flu shot. That was the whole thing. Afterwards, I said, I, I just, I started arguing with him after that, you know, because I was having some kidney issues that you need to get a flu shot, and blah, blah, blah. Then I'm, that was the last time. It's been like 10 years ago. I don't get the flu shot anymore. I decided that I don't need a flu shot. All right, you know. I mean, I'm I'm healed. I was healed two thousand years ago. I got my flu shot two thousand years ago. I mean, two thousand years ago, I got the best flu shot uh, available, and Pfizer didn't make it. All right, or any other any other thing. Now, I I don't. If you know, I'm I'm not trying to. I mean, I, I know my grandfather. He would always. I don't know how many times that we've been in meetings or whatever, and, and um, he would actually. I I remember times that he would have. Everyone in the audience or everyone, you know, out in the church that had um, allergies to stand up and he would say, allergies are the easiest thing to get rid of. He would say that. And then he would pray for everyone's allergies. Well, we had someone who traveled with us and his faith was in getting his allergy shot. And we would kind of make fun of him a little bit, you know, well, allergies are the easiest, being rich king, allergies are the easiest thing to get rid of. He goes, yeah, but I go every year and get my allergy shot here's the deal, you know, that's where his faith was. And that's okay, I I guess. I mean, I just don't like needles, okay? I mean, I've been poked with a lot of them, and I don't really, I don't like them. Um, It's not not fun. But Jesus healed us 2,000 years ago. But today, you can receive that manifestation of your healing. And I have more things I'm going to talk about, but our power is pretty short. And I do want to minister to anybody who needs healing in their body. So let's all stand up. If you need healing in your body, because I don't want you to roll into 2024 20, sick. Why rolls are 2024 20, six? So if you need healing in your body, I don't care how minor it is, I don't care if you have a cough, if you have a cold, or I don't care if you have cancer, or whatever you might have, if you need healing in your body, get down here. They're gonna line you up, and I'm gonna lay hands upon your head. And when I do, the healing power of God will flow into your body from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Now, while you're lining while they're lining up here, I want to speak to those that are watching online. Maybe I know a number of people tonight are watching online because They are sick in their body, and they didn't come to church. But if you're watching online, I want you to know that we've heard many, many testimonies of how people have been healed while we prayed for them right here. So I want you to stretch your hands out towards your device or wherever you're watching, and I'm going to pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now for all these precious people that are watching online, and we thank you, Father, right now that the healing power of God is flowing into their body from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. We thank you, Father, right now that that healing power is setting them free right now. We thank you, Father, for testimonies that we shall hear and that we shall see. And we count it done now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You that are standing right down here, I want you to listen to me real quickly. First of all, I'm not the healer. Jesus is the healer. Mark eleven twenty two says, put your faith in God. Don't put your faith in me. You know, it doesn't matter what I say. What I say doesn't matter. Many people want to wait till I say so. I don't care what I say. What matters is, is that when I put my hand upon your head and whatever I say doesn't matter, but what I want you to do is the Bible also talks about you speaking to your mountain. I want you to say, I take it now. What you're doing is, by faith, you're taking a hold of your healing right now. And when you do that, you're, it, 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 I mean, I, I, can feel, I can feel it when you take a hold of it. it. It's just that simple. I have found out whenever I've used this teaching, when people say, I take it now, all of a sudden, boom, it just hits them. It just hits them. So I want you to do that. Now, what I would like you to do is close your eyes. I don't want you to think about me. I don't want you to think about the ushers. I don't want you to think about anybody. I want you to think about Jesus Christ and your healing, all right? I will let you know, if you fall down, well, people say, why do people fall? Well, sometimes they fall because the Spirit of God is so strong, the supernatural Spirit of God is so strong, their natural body can't handle it. And so they fall down. If you happen to fall down, we have very strong ushers that will catch you. Don't worry about it, all right? They're going to catch you. They're going to give you a soft landing. It's going to be okay, all right? I'm going to ask you that you... Close your eyes, and if you want to, you can lift one hand or both hands toward the Lord and just thank God that you're healed. The rest of you, I just want to encourage you that you, you can be praying or you can be singing with them as, as we, we go, but you know what? You know, these people are your brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to start here with Brother Ben, and we're going to go this way, all right? Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now. We thank you, Father, for the healing anointing that is flowing into their bodies from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. And we thank you, Father, for testimonies that we shall hear and that we shall see. In the now, that's it, man. That's it right there. That's it right there. Receive your healing now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the there it is right there. That's it right there. That's it. That's it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. God is a good God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. First of all, the healing power of God is flowing in your body from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. But the devil going to keep trying to bring symptoms back to your body. So when you have those symptoms trying to come back say, Oh, Mr. Devil, I am healed. I am healed. You need to tell them I'm healed. You need to speak it. Every time you feel a symptom, you say, I'm not going to take that. No sickness or disease can come to my house. You can't touch this in the name of Jesus. All right? I mean, you know, just continue to speak those words. Amen? Amen. Well, you know, the way we do things on Wednesday night, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that they'll come down here. Um, we have some, some prayer partners that, that are here that will be praying with you for anything you might need. If you need salvation or whatever you might need, we'll have some women on this side, some men on that side. So, um, you know, just to encourage you, if you need prayer for something, come down and pray with them. Amen. If you have a testimony, they put it up on the screen there. Um, you can you can send us an email testimony at rayma.org. Whether you're here, whether you're watching from wherever you're watching from, and we do thank you, people. We have people watching us from all over the world right now, you know, live. And some people that are other other um, you know time zones, they watch our service before they go to their service. You know, especially from the west coast. Amen. Amen. If you're a first time visitor, we're so glad to have you with us tonight. Um, we have the connection team in the aisle. Then we'll take you to the north lobby real fast. We got a special gift we want to give you, and to say thank you for coming. Also, um, don't forget we got about one more week. January first, the lights turn off. You know, I know some of you will be glad because of tra- no more traffic. You know, you know, but um, you know, you don't want to miss. You know, come and see the lights. Some of us, I mean, even even though I I, I work here. I'm here a lot. I don't always get a chance to walk through the park. I'm, so, you know, I'm probably going to do that. I, I, lights on day. I walk through the park a little bit, but I haven't ever seen the whole thing. It's a beautiful sight. You know, we take it we take it for granted sometimes how awesome it really is. Amen. Amen. We'll turn around and shake hands with someone. Tell them you're healed. And we'll see you right back here on Sunday morning. God bless you guys. Have a great evening.